WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency. Celebrate the all-star in your life with Spurrier's Gridiron Grill's Father's Day specials. Enjoy our premium brunch buffet from 11 to 3. Or make your reservation today for dinner with Spurrier's Gridiron Grill's special Father's Day menu. Choose between a smoked prime rib or 14-ounce ribeye or fan favorites like our orange and blue shrimp and sweet corn ravioli. Go to Spurriers.com right now and make your Father's Day dinner reservations before the tables fill up. That's Spurriers.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Introducing multi-gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Limited availability in select areas. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to a Friday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Daniel is going to be producing our broadcast today. Well, Mother Nature, uh, look, we need rain, and I want it to rain, but not during baseball. So let's hope it rains before, let's hope it rains after, uh, but at least we have gotten to a super regional. And uh, it's interesting to me, if you heard the interview I did uh, the other day, uh we have both uh, coaches on here. And I asked about Will Sander because certainly, you know, he's been a very good pitcher for South Carolina, but he was hurt. They used him twice in the, in the regional, and he is not going to be a starting pitcher uh, in this series. Now, they do have a TBA. So I guess he, in in theory, could be. But I think what Coach Kingston's going to do, if I'm I'm pressed with this, I think he's going to have him be available twice so that he can pitch him, you know, 
tonight for two or three innings. If they need a game three, he could then come back in. I think that's what the strategy is. In case you missed it, James Hicks, a righty, 8-1, 3-3-2 ERA. Brandon Sprout, 7-3, 4-70 ERA. Tomorrow, Jack Mahoney, righty, 7-3-405. Hurston Waldrop, 8-3-454 ERA. And again, Sunday, if necessary, they're going TBA. Florida would throw Jack Caglio. There you go. All right. Give us your thoughts on the Super Regional. Uh, who do you think will win and why? And then, uh, how about Mother Nature? Normally, we have Dick Girardi here to talk about all the races in the Triple Crown. Well, the Belmont might not be run because of all that smoke from those Canadian fires. We'll get the latest from him uh, on that. He'll be coming up today. And then that terrific new sports complex uh, that's going to be uh, in Celebration Point will have its grand opening tomorrow. Richard Blaylock will join us to tell you about the facility, about the, the opening tomorrow, uh, and all of that. Gino Damare, the Miami baseball coach, will not be back. Interesting. Now, I don't know... Because, again, they hosted, did not get out of the regional. And you you wonder, did he leave? Did they ask him to leave? But uh, they're going to have a new coach. UCF is going to have a new coach because Greg Lovelady was let go. Georgia has a new coach. Uh, that's what happens this time of the year when uh, things don't go right. And then this, Oklahoma won again in softball, beat Florida State 3-1. to one. And there's a great column on ESPN.com today. It says, super team, bad for softball, call Oklahoma what you want, dynasties to stop anytime soon. Are dynasties good or bad for sports? Let me know what you think. I see both sides of this. I think it's great for two things. If that's a fan, if you're a fan of that team, it's great. And history. History. But is it good for the sport? Is it is it overall good for the sport? I don't know. But I want to get your thoughts. So with that, we'll open up the phone lines. 3928255 you can email srussell at wruf.com for anybody who asked me during the week will the mets turn it around swept swept the met the braves the, the mets have the braves in their heads there is no question about that so anyway there you go uh, let me get to a couple of emails here. But uh, come on, peeps. A lot to talk about today. A lot to talk about today. Super Regional starting up. Um, and I want to get your thoughts as Gator fans. I mean, if you want to tell me with your heart who's going to win, that's fine. But um, 
you know, if you want to go the other way, you can let me know as well. Uh, Bill, uh, to answer your question about dynasties, they suck. His word, not mine. Uh, it, it isn't very good for the sport. Yeah, I get it if you're a fan of that team, but what does it really do to promote the sport? Okay. By the way, I forgot to mention this too. Some of you, when the Gators softball season ended, pointed to change. Well, it's coming. Tim Walton said that assistant coach Mike Bosch was leaving the program. Um, primarily, uh, his duties were the development of the pitching staff. And last year it regressed. I think the way that Tim worded this is interesting. He said, at the conclusion of the season, Mike and I sat down and discussed the year and his career here, and his career here as our pitching coach. We decided that moving in a different direction was best for the program. He then went on to praise him. Hardest working person I've ever been around, his objective teaching style and game planning are at the top of the industry. This was an extremely difficult decision for us to make. He's a tremendous man, cares deeply for his athletes and the Gators softball program. I wish him, his wife, Ellen, and his family the absolute best. And he was very nice, too, complimenting Coach Walton and all that. But clearly, clearly, uh, this year was not a good year from a pitching standpoint for Gator softball. They will conduct a national search for his replacement. Uh, Tony is my latest. He said, glad OU beat FSU dynasty or no dynasty. Allegedly, UCF offered, yeah, Girardi the job. Did you see that? I did too. Who, of course, declined. <laughs> He says they'd have a better <laughs> they'd have a better chance of getting Casey Stengel. <laughs> well, not now, but yeah, I, I get it. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? You never know, right? What's it cost you? A phone call? But yeah, that was if, if that's true, that was the longest of long shots uh, for that to happen. Um, but it it did not. Uh, Chuck says. My heart says uh, Florida. I'm a little bit scared of Carolina, but I heard what you said yesterday about beating a team twice and how difficult that is. So he said, I think Florida wins in three. Okay. Steven, two years in a row you've taken the field over Oklahoma. Did you truly think they were going to lose twice? I'll give you another chance next year. Yeah. Look, it's easy in hindsight to say, you know, but think about it. Clemson, I understand it's almost, and they didn't beat them, but last night's game was 3-1. to one. It isn't like they're dominating people, right? But, yeah, I, and I most always take the field because usually something happens. But give Oklahoma credit, Stephen. And they deserve the credit for doing what they did. Um, that's pretty special. 
392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. I'll also throw this out today. I read Randy's email the other day, and I, and I want to see what you think about what he says. Uh, he, he heard some people talk about Charlie Pell, how he helped to build the football program, didn't know a lot about him since he was born in 1984. But after learning about him, he says, he was one of the greatest coaches in Gator football history. And given the fact that the NIL now allows players to be paid, and among other things, teams get away with that swept under the turf, I believe he should have, have his name cleared of the tarnishes of the NCAA violations and be allowed to be inducted into the Florida Football Hall of Fame. Alabama and Jacksonville State recognize him for his greatness. It's past time we do as well. Throw that out for discussion. What do you think? I mentioned this the other day. Coach Pell and I became very close. I had the honor of speaking at his funeral. And when I was an up-and-coming reporter, he always treated me as an equal. To, to a veteran, and I always appreciated that about him. And over the years, we had many discussions about, you know, what had transpired in his time. But I don't think, I don't think, Randy, as much as, you know, I, I like Charlie Pell, that you can just erase what he did because the rules are different now. That doesn't hold water to me. Charlie did some great things here. You know, he, he basically started the Booster Club as it, as it exists. You know, Ben Hill Griffin Stadium was his fundraising effort to, to get, because when he got here, the faci- you think the facilities were bad now? They were awful. So he did a lot of good things here. And for, as far as a, an eye for talent, oh, my gosh. Those, those teams he put together, 84, 85 teams, look how many guys in the NFL from those teams. But he cheated to do it. Well, we'll get your thoughts on that if you have any. 1214, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Daniel Habib. Gators baseball will take on South Carolina tonight for the first game of the Gainesville Super Regional. Florida was swept by the Gamecocks earlier this season and has nothing but redemption on their minds. Coverage of the game begins right here at 5.50 PM. Gators track and field are continuing to compete in the NCAA Outdoor Championships. Jasmine Moore earned bronze in the women's long jump on Thursday. The NBA Finals continue tonight with a critical Game 4. The Denver Nuggets have a 2-1 series lead over the Miami Heat. Tip-off is slated for 8.30 p.m. And in the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays begin their series with the Texas Rangers today. First pitch is slated for 6.40 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Daniel Havid. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Man, have they sold a lot of vehicles over the past 40-plus years. Man, a lot of including many to me. If you're looking for a new vehicle, they don't have any, never have since opening their doors 40-plus years ago. 
but they do have the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. Great selection, great variety, and you can check them out in many ways. Go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, and you can check them out online, secars.com. You can test drive the vehicles when you go see them in person. Their sales staff is there to answer any questions you might have. They're good people who know their business, and they'll treat you right, just like they've done for me all these years. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. The year's almost half over, and you're still dealing with that knee or hip pain. Enough is enough. Pills and surgery aren't the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can do all those summer activities you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right into your achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. This treatment is revolutionary. Patients across America are having life-changing results, and there's no drug, surgery, or downtime. If you have pain in your knees, back, shoulders, hips, you need to stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Interest rates may be going up everywhere else, but at International Diamond Center, we've got the relief you need. We've slashed interest rates down to zero for five whole years. So you can get that $6,000 designer ring and pay just $100 a month. A $3,000 pair of diamond earrings, just $50 a month. Bands, bracelets, designer jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. Buy now and spread your payments over five years without a diamond interest. It's the easiest and smartest way to buy. Now for a limited time at IDC. Get the lowest interest rate on the planet right now at International Diamond Center, 0% for five whole years. That's right. Instead of 7%, 12%, or 22%, IDC has rolled back to 0% interest financing. How about a $12,000 GIA certified diamond for just 200 bucks a month? Yep, all hand-picked diamonds are included in this incredible offer so you can go big. All fine designer jewelry, all colored gemstones, five years, zero interest financing. Now through July 2nd, only at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point on approved credit. Medicaid covered many Floridians during the public health emergency, but now for many, that coverage may end. If you are in jeopardy of losing your health coverage, don't worry. You may qualify for affordable health insurance through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Navigators are ready to help you find the most affordable coverage option. This help is always free and confidential. Visit us at CoveringFlorida.org to learn more. That's CoveringFlorida.org. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Man, when they tell you sports scene is worldwide, we are worldwide. Chris emails and says, Go Gator Baseball, keeping up with a series from Italy. I don't know the name of the town, 
Chris, I'm going to try to pronounce I'm Italian, but uh, I think it's San Germano. But don't hold me if I, if I messed it up. But anyway, it's from Italy. That's pretty impressive. So thanks for emailing, Chris, and, uh, you know, ciao over there. Get to the phones. Paul, hello. Hi, Steve. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I, too, had a very positive uh, experience as a as a, a, a kind of a kid with Charlie Pell and always um, kind of had a place for him in, in Gator football. And obviously he left the program in shambles and, and, and did some things that were, um, you know, obviously frowned upon. But when you compare him to Urban Meyer and the idea of, of Urban Meyer potentially getting into the ring of honor, potentially having his day. Do you see maybe not the exact same scenario, but a scenario in which, you know what, you just didn't present yourself the way someone should. And in Meyer's case, people died. I mean, certainly he wasn't the one that killed them, but, you know, we know, at least we think we know what went on under his watch. Does Meyer deserve that same fate? No. No, I don't think so, because um, I think you're, you're in part talking little apples and oranges. It's going to be interesting to see how Netflix does this documentary on you know the 06, 07, 08 Gators. Uh, that's going to be in August, because I think if I've not seen it obviously or, or previewed it yet, but if they do with their due diligence. They will certainly talk about the superlatives, and we all know what they are. But they'll also go into, you know, some of the off-field stuff. And you can't just say that didn't happen. That was part of it. But he didn't cheat. He didn't cheat. I mean, did, did he stretch things? Yes. But he didn't cheat. And Charlie did on a grand scale. So, and I'm, I'm very curious. I don't think Netflix is going to come out with something that's going to be, uh, you know, sunshine and rainbows. I, I think it's going to lean. It'll definitely hit on the winning part because that's important. That's important to keep eyeballs on it. But I don't think it's going to. If I had to guess right now, I don't. I think it's going to hurt his character more than it already is hurt. Um, and I just. You know, I I I feel like they both left the program in a mess. We're still reeling from the mess that Meyer left us in. And, uh, no, um, see, I, I don't agree with that at all. That that's not Urban Meyer's fault. If if you want to if you want to talk about in the short term, where you know he left the way that he did, and all of that, it's been fifteen years, Paul. Come on. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't disagree with you. I just feel like there are, you know, if we're going to hold a guy like Charlie Pell to such a – and I get it. I get what he did. But I think also when you dig deep into what um, what was going on in Gainesville, you know, there was – it was a little more than just cheating. But I get it. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily disagree. I just think it's an interesting uh, pair at the very least. Okay. Thanks. Yep. You got it, Paul. Thank you. Uh, 
All right, let's get to Daryl here. Daryl, hi. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Uh, as far as Gator baseball, I'm like the meatloaf song. Two out of three ain't bad. Okay. I just hope the weather holds up tonight. Um, but it's Florida, Steve. It could storm, and an hour later, the sun could be out, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's. It, I mean, look, we need rain, and every time it it's forecast to rain, it doesn't seem to rain, so maybe that'll happen today. Uh, but I, my, my best scenario is rain before the game, rain after the game, all you want. Just don't rain for four hours. Yeah, well, I'm packing the ponchos anyway for this afternoon. Steve, uh, as far as South Carolina, you know, I remember getting swept by them in Columbia earlier in the year. Um, and I missed the interview with Mark Kingston the other day. And you kind of touch up on, you know, what they're like, you know, since Florida uh, got swept up there. Sure. And they battled a bunch of injuries. Yeah, they did. And that's, that was really, you know, they were playing at a very, very high level. And then they had a lot of injuries. Their catcher went down. Uh, arguably their best pitcher went down. They were they – were, their DH was out. So they were playing people that, you know, they did not plan on playing that would not have gotten significant time. And they sort of weathered that. Uh, and they've gotten not everybody back to where they were, but a lot of guys are now back and, you know, they're playing better. Yeah. And Steve, I guess uh, Spro to be on the hill tonight. Yes, Brandon Sproat, yep. Okay. As far as uh, Charlie Pell, Steve, you know, the previous caller was talking about Urban Meyer. Steve, I don't put the uh, issues that Florida is having right now on Urban Meyer. Like you said, that was 15 years ago. We've had other coaches since then right. try to turn the program around. And, Steve, I'm going to be honest with you. I had a lot of faith in Dan Mullen, and I thought he was going to bring Florida back to the top, which we did get some New Year's Six you know, bowl games. But um, there's been all other opportunities to decide, you know, since Urban Meyer's left floor. Yeah, I, I think it's too simplistic to say, you know, the, the reason now in 2023 why, where Florida's where it is is because of what Urban Meyer did 15 years ago. That's just, it's too, A, it's too simplistic, and B, it's not accurate. Yep. All right, my man. Looking forward to being over here tonight. Daryl, thank you. By the way, uh, Todd Golden continues to reel in transfers. I mean, if he's if he's fishing, he, he's got his hooks in the water, man. Twenty four seven Sports and others are reporting, and he went to a familiar place, San Francisco, where he used to coach. Uh, Julian Richwain, six uh, five kid, has committed, and apparently he's already signed with Florida. He's a uh, fifth-year player and uh, three years of experience, I think three years, with the Dons. So I'll tell you, this is you better get a scorecard your first few games here because it's going to be a, a totally different team than what you saw uh, now. By the way, Duke and Virginia are in a super, and that game is scoreless in the second inning as two ACC teams, much like two SEC teams here, uh, will be going after it. Uh, by the way, I can update you. Dick Girardi will. Belmont Park has reopened, uh, so it looks like at least they'll, they're going to run the race, but Dick will update us um, coming up here shortly. As a matter of fact, uh, he's our next guest. 1227 Time Check brought to you by H. Chillery ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Journalism and Communication.
stations. ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Celebrate the all-star in your life with Spurrier's Gridiron Grill's Father's Day specials. Enjoy our premium brunch buffet from 11 to 3. Or make your reservation today for dinner with Spurrier's Gridiron Grill's special Father's Day menu. Choose between a smoked prime rib or 14-ounce ribeye or fan favorites like our orange and blue shrimp and sweet corn ravioli. Go to Spurrier's.com right now and make your Father's Day dinner reservations before the tables fill up. That's Spurrier's.com. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com. Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000 square foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Mixture of sun and clouds today, highs in the low 90s, heaving to seas, climbing to the mid to upper 90s. Now, a front is approaching our area, and that should pick up scattered thunderstorms first along the I-10 corridor. They'll push southeastward toward the first coast later on this evening. And a few storms could be strong. Gusty wind, small hail can't be ruled out. Storms tapering off around midnight. Tomorrow morning, waves near 70. From the UF Weather Center and meteorologist Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Monty Williams, of course, is the uh, highest paid coach in NBA history. The Detroit Pistons, they uh, gave him a deal that he couldn't refuse. So he gets fired by Phoenix, and then you got a raise going to Detroit, and you still have some openings here. Is Doc Rivers getting hired? I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach.
coach Todd Golden. You are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The final leg of horse racing is Triple Crown. The Belmont Stakes to be run, but there was certainly uh, some doubt about whether it would be run because of all those the smoke coming from those Canadian fires. Here to talk about it, my friend Dick Girardi, coming to you courtesy of betonline.ag, and he will talk to us now about the race. Dick, I, I, I don't think I've ever remembered uh, a race being canceled, or maybe canceled by smoke, but uh, <laughs> it looks like the track's been reopened, so are things a go now? I think we're good, but yeah, you're right, Steve. That would have been a first, right? I mean, New York, Manhattan, especially. I mean, you saw, I'm sure, saw the orange sky there yeah. the other night. But yeah, it's it's cleared out of here now, and I think we're good for uh, for today and tomorrow. But yeah, that would have been the all timer canceled by smoke. Yeah. All right. Uh, not a lot of horses in this race. Uh, National Treasure, Angel of Empire, the, the the betting favorites here. Who do you like? I like Tappet Trice, the two. Um, ran in the Derby, you know, ran okay, ended up finishing seventh, Steve. But what happened was he got so far behind in that big field, it's just hard to catch up. And I always thought he was kind of more pointed for the Belmont anyway. Didn't run in the Preakness. Uh, Todd Pletcher, the trainer, has been a master at running horses in the Derby, running decently and then coming back and win the Bel- winning the Belmont. Horses like Palace, Malice, and uh, even last year, Mo Donegal and Taprid. And he's also a son of Tappet, who's been the sire. He's had four Belmont winners here in the last decade. So that combination pointed me toward uh, Tappet Trace, the two horse. Um, supposing, I mean, if I'm sure the air quality is not going to be perfect here. Um, and I'm going to ask maybe a dumb question, but how does that affect the horse? Not, it's never great. But the fact that it's so much better than they, – they couldn't have run if it was like it was two days ago. I mean, they canceled training yesterday. If the Belmont had been yesterday, it wouldn't have happened wow. uh, because they, they didn't just – I mean, humans, horses, everybody. It was just a mess. Um, so, yeah, it absolutely – it's going to affect them in some way, uh, but there's no way to know for sure. But there's, there are rules if it's at a certain level – they do not run horse races anywhere. Um, so, yeah, they, they have to make sure for the good of the horses. And obviously, the humans are with them. They wouldn't have that day. But yeah, how exactly it affects them, it's unclear. I think this is a 10-horse field. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, does that favor any horse? And for those who, are, who don't know about the Belmont, compare that uh, track to the other two. Right. So Belmont Park is a mile and a half in circumference. Uh, Churchill Downs and Pimlico, where they run the first two legs, are a mile track. So this is 50% bigger. And what's interesting is they run the Belmont Stakes at a mile and a half. So basically they start and finish at the finish line. Uh, so it's one lap around. And it's it's actually nine horses, Steve, in okay. the race. Uh, two more than we had in the Preakness and nine fewer than we had in the Derby. Mm. Um, is this unusual because, you know, we've seen what's, you know, unfortunately happened in the sport. Uh, is this an unusual number or is it okay? You know, I, I can remember years when there were a few more. Um, but, yeah, nine's about right for the Belmont, maybe nine, ten, eleven, something like that. And and the good news is, unlike the Preakness, where we only had Mage, he was really the only recognizable name, the Derby winner, we got 
Tappet Tracy ran in the Derby. We got National Treasure who won the Preakness. Forte, remember, would have been the favorite. The Derby was scratched with a bruised uh, hoof the morning of the race. We have Hit Show was fifth in the Derby. Angel of Empire was third in the Derby. Red Rat won. It was fourth in the Preakness. So we have more names that are recognizable. It's a, it's a very good race. In many ways, it's just from top to bottom, this is the best of the three. The Derby, you know, had 18, but a lot of those horses really didn't have a chance. There's five or six horses in this race you can make a decent case for. Because of the length of this track, Dick, does this favor any of the of the field? Um, I think it's going to favor Tappet Trice. Uh, I I don't I don't say that with great conviction, but I think his <laughs> bloodlines and the way that he's been training suggest that he'll like it more than others. But, Steve, this mile and a half is such an unusual distance in American racing. The only big race run at this distance is the Belmont Stakes. We're all kind of guessing. Uh, we're all guessing to a point every race, but this is even a bigger guess because the distance is so unusual. But I do think by the bloodlines, as I mentioned, all these sons of Tappet have been winning the Belmont Stakes. The Tappet Trace really fits it perfectly. Let me end with a couple of things here because you brought up an interesting point. Because this length is so different and we don't see it a lot, how do you train for it if you don't get this distance a lot? Yeah, I, I think what they do is what most trainers will do is maybe the gallops are a little longer in the morning to build up even more stamina. Um, it would be not unlike an athlete training for a longer race, right? You're going to you're gonna train at longer distances while you're doing it. Horses are the same way, and that's that's basically how they would do it. And then they would try to build up that stamina over time. Where this race is particularly interesting is that Forte is probably going to be the favorite, he hasn't run uh, in 10 weeks. Hmm. So that's that's a question. Can they get him fit enough in the morning in training to be able to do this without having had any races? You know, most trainers will tell you a race is worth five workouts. Uh, you're going to get much fitter when you race because that's when you're going all out. That's a real question for the favorite in this race. And and he's the, he's about three to one at betonline.ag at the moment. And, are you willing to accept that price for a horse who hasn't run in, in 10 weeks? That's the big question. Forte is absolutely the most accomplished horse, but that's the things you have to weigh when you're making a decision of how you're going to bet your money. Dick, let me uh, end, because I know you've been doing this for a long time and you've seen you know changes, good and bad, in the sport. It's been a rough patch here for the sport you know, with the horses dying and all this. It's, it's been a really rough patch. What is the state of the sport right now, in your view, and what changes or improvements have to be made to make it better? That's yeah, no, a great question. Um, right now, it's you know, PR-wise, it's a significant issue because of what happened at Churchill Downs. I mean, look, nobody wants that to happen. Right. And when it happens at your most fav- uh, famous racetrack, the week of the Derby and even some after the Derby and on Derby Day itself – where horses were injured to the point where they couldn't be saved. And there's no, there's, you know, you can't put a happy face on it. It's no good. Uh, what's bizarre is that it, this happened out of nowhere. Uh, there wasn't any um, hint that it was about to happen. The numbers of fatalities in the sport have actually gone down pretty dramatically in the last three years because there have been a lot of new protocols, um, a lot of more, a lot more pre-race examinations to make sure they catch a horse who might be having a problem before they race 
It's one of the reasons Forte was scratched that Saturday morning. Um, and what they've done, they closed Churchill Downs because they couldn't figure out why it was happening there, and they moved their race meet to Ellis Park out in western Kentucky. And, and that's something that never would have happened before, and that's strictly for the safety of the horses. Uh, but, no, I mean, there's no way to say that that, that wasn't a, a huge problem. But the, the bizarre part is that it hadn't really been a problem uh, up until then, but it did happen, and you have to address it for sure. Always appreciate your time, Dick. We'll see how this runs out, and let's hope the weather sticks. Appreciate your time, buddy. Thank you. You got it. Thanks, Steve. Dick Girardi uh, knows the stuff, been covering the sport a long time. Uh, talking about the last leg of the Triple Crown, which will be run this weekend. Uh, Nick Belmonte is going to join us, my bud. Of course, you see him on the Gator Baseball broadcasts. He will join us to talk about uh, the sudden departure of Gino Damare. Uh, at Miami, and we'll get his thoughts about the Supers uh, as well here. But in the meantime, we'll open the phone lines back up for you, 392-8255, and you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Speaking of Urban Meyer, uh, he'll be with us next week um, to talk about, in part, the Netflix thing. Uh, So he'll be here, I believe, on Tuesday. Uh, let's see here. Tony says the Pell chatter made me think you should get Galen Hall on this summer. I wondered how their relationship was after the probation stuff kicked in in 87, 88, and 89. <laughs> and he says he's listening in Beirut, <laughs> which I know he's not. Uh, I've actually had Galen on before, uh, and we talked about that. Um, but, you know, look into that. Mike says, Ward Pell was great, too. She led pep rallies at Grand Pond. Charlie had great energy speaking to Gator fans. I wish Napier had that kind of fire when speaking to Gator fans, but he's very measured and boring to listen to. You know, I, I don't know that a coach is judged by, by that. I mean, I can be a great public speaker and not coach a lick, but whatever. Uh, William says, I'm not even sure with NCA issues aside that Pell deserves Hall of Fame recognition. My issue is UF's never acknowledged the 84 team or Coach Spurrier's first team that won the league. Who gives a you-know-what about the NCA at this point? Honor those teams at midfield and give them their just due with recognition in the swamp as SEC champs. You and I will disagree, but I don't care what the NCA says and really never have. Those teams are the champs and won it on the field. The NCAA, especially with their resume, is not going to tell me who is or isn't a champ. Now, we don't disagree on this one, William. My issue is, and, and I'm going to do a little more digging because in the summertime, you can't. Think about the issues that are before Florida now in terms of a summer talking point. For example, do you ever honor formally that 84 team? Because they on the field were SEC champions. Do you do anything to honor Charlie Pell in that way? He's not going to be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. But 
does Urban Meyer go in the ring of honor? He has qualified for it. So those are things we can talk about as the summer goes on here. Andrew, welcome to Sports Scene. Yeah, I wanted to talk about basketball. Okay. Yeah. We got another recruit. Uh-huh. And I was wondering, uh, t- another top recruit from a small school, and I was just wondering, like, next year, it seems like we got tons of talent, but they come from, like, little schools, and you kind of wonder, like, on paper we look real good, but do you think we'll be good next year? Well, th- that's the key, right? Because I think when when he took over – and then even in White's last year, he went out and got some kids that came from schools. You don't ever know how that's going to go, right? Especially when you come from a smaller school. I think you have to trust the coaching staff that looks at these kids you know, and, and, and thinks, can they fit my system? Can they fit you know, what I want to do? And then you have to mesh the talent, obviously. Um, but um, this kid who's coming here, Rich Wayne, uh, only averaged five points. So it isn't like – now, he did have an injury that ended his year. But, again, in 2021, he averaged, I think, seven or eight points. So you're not getting a guy here that's averaging 20 points a game. But could he be a role player? Could he you know, be part of the rotation? That remains to be seen. Yeah, and do you think uh... – Seems like Todd. What uh, Todd Golden knows what he's doing. It's like I don't know. It just seems like he's just on fire lately. It's like he got three, almost three top fifty recruits transfer or transfers. Yep. And again, where'd they come from? Small schools. See, well, Seton Hall isn't, um, but Yale, Marshall, uh, UC Riverside, San Francisco. And I'm not demeaning them in any way, right? I'm just saying that there there probably will be a transition, but that's up to Coach Golden and his staff to, you know, make these kids fit in. And I'm sure they see something in them or they wouldn't have gotten them in the first place. So that's what coaches get paid for. All right. Thank you for your time. Sure. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Duke, by the way, 2-0 over Virginia now uh, in their Super Regional. 1246 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Daniel Haviv. Gators Softball has announced that they have parted ways with assistant coach Mike Bosch and will begin a search for a new pitching coach. Gators Baseball will take on South Carolina tonight for the first game of the Gainesville Super Regional. Coverage of the game begins right here at 5.50 p.m. Gators track and field are continuing to compete in the NCAA Outdoor Championships. Jasmine Moore earned bronze in the women's long jump on Thursday. The NBA Finals continue tonight with a critical game four. The Denver Nuggets have a 2-1 series lead over the Miami Heat. Tip-off is slated for 8.30 p.m. And finally in the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays begin their series with the Texas Rangers today. First pitch is slated for 6.40 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Daniel Haviv. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hell, summertime's almost here, and that means, for a lot of us, some vacation time. And 
what better way to have a vacation than have a little more money in your pocket to enjoy it, to enjoy that family trip, or maybe just upgrade where you are for that staycation area. Well, if you want to do that, you can do it with the place I do my banking, and that's My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. Right now, My HCFCU has a summer skip a pay offer for your July HCFCU loan payment. Go online at myhcfcu.org. That's myhcfcu.org. And click on the summer skip a pay link. Complete it. Return the form by the deadline date to the credit union and you're all set. It's really that easy and that simple. So help keep that extra cash and make summer a little nicer. It's just another example of the perks and friendly people you'll find at My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. Again, to find out more, visit myhcfcu.org. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Mike Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee-only fiduciary financial advisor, and you always have a glass-half-full perspective. But the economic news is discouraging a lot of us. Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural. Things aren't always good. They aren't always bad. But there are far too many advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics Mm -hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. Hmm. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity. Do a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen. You'll be more confident moving forward. And that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan. And Talon is happy to do that complimentary. 352-751-3200. Or guardingyournestag.com. Talon Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss. And there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Or a license number D056341. If you're craving a getaway, it's the true Tatoria and Gainesville, Florida at Pomodoro Cafe. Get the BOGOs at Pomodoro's. Take advantage of buy one, get one free takeout available every day at Pomodoro's. Pizzas, calzones, pastas, and subs. All buy one, get one free seven days a week. Visit PomodoroCafe.com. Pomodoro, it's the place if you're craving a getaway. It's the true Tatoria and Gainesville, Florida at Pomodoro Cafe. Hey! Eating good is about more than just tasty food. Eating good is about doing good, too. And that's exactly what Fresh from Florida is all about. Supporting local Florida farmers, creating jobs in our communities, and of course, making sure you can enjoy all the fresh flavors Florida has to offer. Because produce tastes better when it's grown closer to home. 
So eat good tonight. Look for the Sunny Fresh from Florida logo where you shop. Learn more at followfreshfromflorida.com. The Gators. It is a swing and a miss. He got them. And the Gators got themselves a Gainesville Regional Championship for the first time since 2018. The Gamecocks. <laughs> a trip to Omaha is on the line. Coverage of the Gainesville Super Regional begins tonight at 5.55, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. 392-8255, you can email srussell at wruf.com. Lots of good topics today. We'll talk to Austin next. Austin, hi. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Okay. Um, yeah, you know, uh, looking forward to this uh, Super Regional coming up. I, uh, you know, I think the Gators have the edge in terms of offense, and, you know, just because it seems like our offense is starting to kind of peak, you know, coming off the Texas, or Texas Tech game. But, you know, it does make me a little bit nervous if it gets to game three with tags on the hill just because of his, you know, inconsistency. But, you know, I think if Florida is to win this, I think we got to do it in the first two games. Well, I, I would, I would uh, quibble with that a little bit because it depends on what happens in the first two games. For example, if Waldrop and uh, let's say in your scenario happens, they win one, lose one. Uh-huh. But, but the starting pitchers go six innings. You're uh-huh. not taxing the bullpen. Well, if Cags does struggle, well, then you've got some fresh arms to come in and help. I think that's the key. And, again, the other thing we don't know about South Carolina either is, you know, the flip side, what's their arm situation like? How many pitchers do they use to, you know, win or lose? I get the point, um, Mm -hmm. but, you know, at this this time, you're not holding anything back. That's true. That's true. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier, I wouldn't trust anybody else but Sully in this situation. So hopefully we can get it done and go Gators, Steve. Austin, thank you. Drew says, did the university contemplate putting up temporary bleachers in the Disney Grove? I don't think so. Uh, the berms were packed. Uh, odds are we're going to crush attendance records this weekend. Berms will be packed, leaving the only place to overflow being the Disney Grove. Well, I mean, you can only, you, you, if you put bleachers in the Disney Grove, how are you going to see? Where are those other seats going to go? Uh, unless you take them out, I don't think you're going to do that. Um, anyway... We'll get another call here. Daryl, hi. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. Um, just speaking, just hearing what um, the softball made us to change with the pitching. And I'm sitting there watching the game last night and the TV time for Coach Rocha. Um, and I'm thinking, man, I said we our pitching on the softball has really not been where we normally see it since she's left here to go to Oklahoma. Um, what would it? You, I'm then hearing about the new change here. Would you think she consider coming back here, or she's probably due up for no. now, or head coaching somewhere? No, yeah. I don't think she would come back here. Um, anything is possible, I guess. Uh, I don't know why you would want to leave that. 
you know, considering, yeah, I know. That's just, you know, yeah, where yeah. you are right now. Um, yeah. But, you know, sometimes and, and I, I read the exact wording of what Tim had said. Uh, it just, you know, was a difficult decision, but they, in his words, needed to go in a different direction. Now, what does that mean? That could mean right. a thousand different things, Daryl. It could mean right. Right. in terms of, you know, pitch selection, the calling of the game, uh, you know, how how they pitch hitters. What It could be a thousand things. But obviously, you know, the numbers were not good. Uh, right. Now, we will also see, because you've got two very talented arms coming in here, and right. we may see somebody else in the portal too, who knows, that could make right. a difference too. I mean, better a better arm makes you a better coach at times too. Right. Right. What about recruiting too? That part plays a part there too with the, maybe the pitching coach too. Well, maybe. But my point is they just got I know two, he's got two good arms, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that part so, on paper at least isn't the issue. Right. Right. Now, in the basketball with some of those lower level players that can be. I think that can be something that's good because we see all the time those low-level teams sometimes come and sting some of these Power Five teams. So they're they're good players, but they just haven't played on this you know this level like you're saying there. But I think those players can hold their own. You know, hopefully they can hold their own when they come over here for the team he's putting together. Well, I'm a I'm a big you know history guy. Look what happened last year. Look what happened the year before. You right. know how many of those guys that transferred in. Held their own, right? A few, yeah. That, right. Some didn't, and that's what you don't know. I think when you when you go to that level, and I'll, and let's be honest, you can transfer in from look. Castleton came from Michigan where he did nothing, right? Nothing, yeah, right? Right. And all of a sudden comes here and he blossoms. So that's it. Doesn't really matter where you come from. It matters what you do when you're right. here, and that now. Is on the coaching staff, Daryl, because right. they recruited them. It's their job now to get these kids meshed and, you know, into what they believe they can do. That's that's what they get paid to do. Okay. All right. I appreciate it, Steve. Yes, sir. Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate your call. Um, let's see here. Steven says, can you give us your super regional picks, please? Um, I'll do that quickly. Uh, Wake Forest, I think, beats Bama. I think Florida goes to Omaha. No, I'm, I'm not picking them because it's a homer. I think they're going to go. Uh, Texas Stanford might be the one I'm having the most difficulty picking because Texas played really, really well. Uh, so I'm going to go with Texas. I think LSU beats Kentucky. I think Tennessee beats Southern Miss. I think Virginia beats Duke. Uh, Oregon beats Oral Roberts, and TCU beats Indiana State. We'll see how many I get right. And uh, a lot of times I don't. And look, in a short series like this, bounce of the ball, you know, what pitcher's on that day? Is the wind blowing in? Is the wind blowing out? But, you know, that's what makes the sport so good. Hour number two coming up. We'll talk with Nick Belmonte, my bud, who you see him on the Gator broadcasts, and we'll go over the Supers and... Uh, some other things here when it comes to the Miami coaching situation because Nick lives down there and he'll tell us what he knows about Gino Damari's departure from Miami. Stay with us for hour two. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The year's almost half over, and you're still dealing with that knee or hip pain. Enough is enough. Pills and surgery aren't the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can do all those summer activities you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right into your achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. This treatment is revolutionary. Patients across America are having life-changing results, and there's no drug, surgery, or downtime. If you have pain in your knees, back, shoulders, hips, you need to stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day. Every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once, it, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups or fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you, you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of, of being here, and that's why I continue to stay here. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Friday. Super Regionals underway. Duke leads Virginia 2-1 to one in their Super. That game is in the fourth inning. Uh, right now, I'm going to tell you about the uh, ribbon-cutting ceremony that's going to take place tomorrow at Celebration Point for the Alachua County Sports and Events Center at Celebration Point. Richard Blaylock, guy I've known for a long time, back in my softball playing days, joins us now. Uh, he's the president and CEO, Rad Sports. My friend, it's good to have you back. Welcome. Hey, Steve. It's Greg. Good to be back. Uh, let's talk about this. And for those who don't even know about the facility, Richard, I want you to go back in time to give a little history here. Give us the genesis for those who don't know about how this thing got started in the in the entire first place. Yeah, so so everybody knows that, you know, we've been lacking in facilities for a long time um, in Alachua County. And, you know, there was some conversation back and forth whether we were going to do something with the fairgrounds or not. Um, you know, and the, uh, the, the county decided that, you know, it would be a good pl- – uh, did a study – and um, the study came back and said, hey, it'd be a great place 
um, to put it at Celebration Point because of all the hotels and everything being around. And then the county, you know, they put their thought process on and did a really good job uh, with staff and the board to look at being able to fund this thing with tourism dollars, which didn't cost, you know, the citizens of Alachua County uh, any money to be able to do it, uh, to create an economic impact for tourism and create hotel rooms. Um, but the good good news of all of that is is we can also utilize it Monday through Thursday as a community asset to run programs. Um, so it's kind of a win-win all the way around. And you know, like I said, our commissioners uh, did a really good job of putting the plan together and executing it. So, so yeah, the, the county put in about $30 million of tourism dollars to get it built. Uh, the state chipped in uh, to help us purchase an indoor track. And uh, Celebration Point, you know, their their developers uh, put the land in. So it was a really, really big community public-private partnership to really pull this thing off to be a huge benefit um, for for the citizens of, of the county in, in creating tourism. Um, tourism, you know, teams can come in here for different kinds of events, but can you uh, discuss a little bit, Richard, about some of the activities and sports that this will house? Sure, yeah. We have um, 10 high school regulation basketball courts. We have 18 uh, regulation volleyball courts. We have 21 pickleball courts uh, to be able to do different things. We have six batting cages that are 70 by 16 foot, so they're major league cages to be able to, to do different things, um, you know, is, is the core. But, you know, everybody in, in, that's been around Gainesville, Alachua County, has heard for a long time, UF and, and everybody, complain that we don't have any convention space, right? So we do now. we got 92,000 square feet of clear span, and all of our sports equipment can be located is up in the ceiling, and we can move it in and out, up and down. You know, we can go from 10 basketball courts to 18 volleyball courts in five minutes, or we throw up everything in the, in the ceiling. You know, we're talking to, like, bringing the Gainesville Home Show back, the Builders Home Show back, uh, possibilities of boat shows, car shows, um, so it's really a multi-purpose, true sports and event center uh, to really is going to benefit, you know, everybody in the county. We just hosted the Jermaine Jones Spring Invitational, which was a former NBA player and unfortunately played at Georgia, but that's okay. He's a really cool guy. <laughs> um, and, and we had 107 teams here for seven, from six different states. Uh, last weekend we hosted another basketball tournament. We had 71 teams in. This weekend, we have the ribbon cutting from 1130 to 12 in an open house from 12 to 4 for the community to come in and take a look. Uh, but then the following week, we have over 200 teams coming in uh, for a high school basketball showcase from the southeast, uh, all over the southeast of the country. And then the following weekend, we have another showcase for Florida teams. Um, so we're already booked uh, pretty solid for the rest of the year. Starting January to the end of June, I think we have one weekend open. Jeez. And the cool thing is, is with the 200-meter track that we have, um, bank track, and it's certified internationally and nationally, um, we have the National Junior College Indoor Championships coming next year. We're real close to landing the NAIA National Indoor Championships, and we're on the last leg of getting awarded the World Masters uh, Indoor Championships that have never been in the United States before. So it'll be the first time it's actually been in the U.S. and potentially could bring about 10,000 international athletes. So we're already on the on the international stage. 
um, with the venue and it's really taken off and we're booking into 25. So, so everything's, everything's moving in the direction that, that was intended. Um, you know, and, and it's really been really good to have the different public, private, government, and everybody working together to really make this a huge benefit for, for Alachua County. And that's, I mean, that is the key right there because it is all these entities. It's not just sports. It does benefit the county and other events that are non-sports related can also, as you mentioned, be held here. And I think that's, that's a really cool thing here. How long, yeah. again, I'm asking this for those who don't know, did it take from conception, Richard, to, to make this a reality? So, again, it's been about four years of going through the process, right, doing the, the proper studies to make sure that, you know, that everything is good as far as the financial side of it. The demographics, because it's really key that, you know, in Florida for so long, we've been at a deficit of indoor space. Uh, and now all of a sudden, you know, everybody's realizing it and it's popping up. So looking at saturation points to make sure that, you know, we, we don't build something that's right down the road uh, that we're going to compete with. But in, instead, you know, work together and enhance our opportunities. Um, and so so through that process of looking all of that, you know, do the architectural, the design, make sure that everybody's on the same page. It took about four years. Um, construction really would have been about 18 months. But, again, the really cool thing was we had an opportunity with a local construction company to be able to work with them to shut construction down in December because we were far enough along, work with the county to be able to get everything that we needed to get in the building, work with Mondo, which is the company that, that we got the track from, to throw it up and run a mini season in January and February. We set five world best times in 23 mm. on the track. But one of the things I'm learning as we go through the process is when we bid on these events, one of the key factors is, is what is the average times that we're turning on the events because that's huge when we bid on the events because nobody wants to come run on the slow track. So obviously by sitting five world best times for 23, we blew that out of the water, which helped us get the new National Junior College, the NAIAs coming, hopefully, the World Masters. And our ultimate goal is to work with Coach Holloway and UAA to get into the SEC rotation and get the SEC indoors here sometime within the next five years or so. Jimmy Carnes um, would be happy, so right? 100%. The family was in was in uh, last weekend during one of the basketball tournaments, and Miss Carnes was just blown away and and was so appreciative of everybody that worked together to pull this thing off. And 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 really, you know, she said it. You know, it's, Jimmy would have been really really proud uh, of what everybody did to work together to pull this thing off. Don't forget, this is going to be tomorrow. It'll be an open house out there from noon to four. Uh, to see this tremendous facility. Richard, I know you're proud of it. You should be, uh, and I'll come see you, uh, but appreciate you doing this and letting the community know about what's going on here. But I urge you, if you can, I know there's a Super Regional here, but if you get a chance to go, it's a terrific, terrific venue, and uh, you'll be impressed when you see it. Thank you, my friend, for doing this. Steve, as always, thank you, man. Yep, we'll see you soon, man. Thank you, Richard Blaylock. He is the president and CEO of Rad Sports, uh, helping to put that together. It is a first-class place. And you heard 
uh, just some of the events. And, and that, I can tell you this firsthand. Back in another life, when I worked for Alachua County government as the public information person, this kind of thing was talked about even back then. And it just, for whatever reasons, never came to fruition. Uh, but boy, this, this, should, this should really reap a lot of benefits for the city, for the county, uh, and for athletics. So good thing. All right, until Nick Belmonte joins us, <clears throat> we'll open the phone lines, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Peyton asked me a question, and I'm going to be embarrassed. He says to me, who was your first guest on sports scene ever? I don't know. I do not remember. And you'd think I would remember that. But i got to tell you, a little history behind that. When I came back here, I did a show uh, that not many people remember. Because in order to do Gator baseball broadcasts back then, you had to be working here. And on Sunday night, I did a show called The Press Box. And did that for a while until Larry Vitell left. And then I took over and did sports scene. But I, Peyton, I don't know um, who the first guest was. And, that's, and I'm embarrassed uh, to say that. Uh, Robert says, will sports seem to be giving away any tickets to the game or the series? No, unfortunately. Um, he said, when I looked at the resale site, the cheapest ticket was $80. I understand the uptick in prices can't justify paying that kind of money to take a family of four to the game. Great show. I enjoy listening when I'm not at work. Well, thank you, Robert, for listening, uh, and I appreciate that. No, uh, we don't have tickets. Um, I don't really know why we don't have tickets since we broadcast the games, but that's another issue, I suppose. Uh, and then John says, I liked Charlie Pell. think he was a really great coach, was doing nothing different than what was going on in the conference back then. I believe one of the biggest losers in the situation was Galen Hall. Yeah, he broke a rule, but not the one that was really significant, and it was done to help one of the players not to gain any kind of advantage on the field. That's true. I know you're close to Urban. You probably know a lot more about him than I do, but I just don't like the things he's done the favoritism and allowing the better players as Gators get away with things they shouldn't have been allowed to get away with. And to top it off, the situation with one of his assistants there at Ohio State who is clearly involved with this treatment of women. By the way, I was at Florida Field when the 8014 flew over uh, and then went out to the airport. Uh, why it was a good crowd. Hope you're doing well. One thing is for sure uh, about Urban, it's there's always going to be controversy with him. That, that, that's just how it is. 115, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Daniel Havid. Gator Softball has announced that they have parted ways with assistant coach Mike Bosch and will begin a search for a new pitching coach. Gators Baseball will take on South Carolina tonight for the first game of the Gainesville Super Regional. Coverage of the game begins right here at 5.50 p.m. Gators Shark and Field are continuing to compete in the NCAA Outdoor Championships. 
Talitha Diggs qualified for the 200-meter finals with a personal best. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays begin their series with the Texas Rangers tonight. First pitch is set for 6.40 p.m. And in the NBA Finals, there's a critical game for tonight. The Denver Nuggets have a 2-1 series lead over the Miami Heat. Tip-off is slated for 8.30 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Daniel Haviv. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's good to be able to make a change, to never feel stuck. That's why at Cox, we're making a change, too. Now Cox Internet plans are flexible, so you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox. Change anytime. No commitments, no penalties. See for yourself at cox.com internet. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply. Celebrate the all-star in your life with Spurrier's Gridiron Grill's Father's Day specials. Enjoy our premium brunch buffet from 11 to 3. Or make your reservation today for dinner with Spurrier's Gridiron Grill's special Father's Day menu. Choose between a smoked prime rib or 14-ounce ribeye or fan favorites like our orange and blue shrimp and sweet corn ravioli. Go to Spurrier's.com right now and make your Father's Day dinner reservations before the tables fill up. That's Spurrier's.com. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit com. Baseball is in full swing. The Free Odyssey app lets you listen to local coverage for the team you love. Live stream your favorite sports radio station. Or jump back and listen to the best segments on demand. Don't forget we talk to the manager every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Don't listen to some guy from the other side of the country tell you about your team. Live conversations for your local team. No matter where you are, your season, your Odyssey. Get in the game and download the Free Odyssey app today. At Radiant Credit Union, we know life can get crazy. Mom, the toilet's clogged. <sighs> and when you decide it's time to go on a much-needed vacation, Radiant Credit Union can simplify things with a fast and easy vacation loan. There's no better way to refresh and renew your energy than a nice, long getaway. And Radiant Credit Union can help you get there. So if you want to go from this to this, visit RadiantCU.org vacation and get started today. Federally insured by NCUA. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. I like I like testing the limits 
of my knowledge. Sometimes that's good. Uh, sometimes it's not. But uh, here's one. On the new sports and multi-purpose facility, what makes a fast track? I think the material, pitch, etc., would be fairly common across modern facilities. Uh, James, this is way past my pay grade, but I once asked that question of a former track coach here. And I hope I can say this correctly, if I can remember what his answer was. Um, who's gonna, what kind of runner is going to run the track, For, first of all, right? You've got to have a surface that's good for running, which, duh, right? But also, you have to protect the runner in terms of the surface, right? So the shock of a run, you've you got to be able to have a surface that can help take the shock of the run, but then it's got to be hard enough to push against, to, to have a platform to push against, right? So I, a running track has some kind of cushion but hard enough to use, um, good takeoff, et cetera. Um, now, does that fluctuate? I, I would, I, that's way past my pay grade. I don't know the answer to that. Tony, Hello. Hey, Steve, how's it going, man? Let's continue to test your knowledge. Oh, boy. <laughs> weird weird que question, but I'm curious because it's starting to rain now. It's starting to pour outside. Yep, it is outside um, our studio sure. here, yep. Correct, yeah. Um, I, I know what the answer to this question would be if it was a regular season game, but I know that during the regionals and stuff like that, the home team has to be kind of neutral. Like, you can't, you know – play you know the gator walk-up songs and you can't put stuff on the scoreboard we we can't even do the um we are the boys during the fifth inning stretch um so my my question is this i know that the gators will probably be taking bp in their hitting cages inside the tunnels are they obligated to let south carolina take bp in their cages also I think, yes, they have the ability to, to hit and do that, yes. Okay, so you have to let South Carolina then take BP down there also? I believe the answer is yes. Oh, wow. There goes a lot of your home field advantage, man. Damn. Well, I, I think it just makes sense, right? Yeah. That and, and if you're going to, if you're going to, I can be corrected, but if you're going to, have everything be quote equal, right? Yeah. Then um, that follows suit. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. Okay, um, Steve. Another thing. Um, there's a couple, two or three, four players and stuff like that for the Gators. It looks like I hit the portal for the baseball team. Um, and this is something that you would never see back, you know, five years ago. And it looks like a couple of them have left the team. And I just find that so sad, man. I mean, I know that you might want to hit the portal because you maybe didn't play much this year, but your team is in the middle of, of a playoff run. The experience that you're potentially giving up of maybe going to Omaha, even if you don't play, that's an experience that you might never have. And just because you wanted to enter the portal and leave because you can now, I think it's one of those things of this portal era that it's so sad, Steve. Um, I wish that wouldn't happen, man. It is, 
but I understand it, okay? If, think about this. Put yourself in a position where you're not getting playing time, right? Well, I get it, but you want to put yourself, I'm trying to think of myself as an athlete, okay? Mm -hmm. If I have made up my mind that I'm going to transfer, then I got to get myself in that portal and noticed as quickly as possible. Is, does the timing of it stink? Yes, it stinks. It's awful, right? And But if you're not currently playing, you're not going to go to Omaha anyway. So that part I certainly understand. Yeah, well, one of them is, like, one of them was still on the uh, roster now as right. far as stressed out. Um, so, I'm, but, you know, I guess it's just one of those unintended consequences, man. Just an experience that you might never have again that you're just giving up on. So Yeah, and that, and, and that is unfortunate because of the, like you mentioned, of the timing of it. If, if this yeah. occurred uh, in July, wouldn't have a second thought, right? Season's over. Right. I'm evaluating what I'm doing. Uh, okay, but to my point, I think sometimes in this world that we live in where, you know, dog-eat-dog kind of, you know, I got to get my name out. I got to get myself out there so teams can see I'm available. I can get the best possible place to go. That's, I think, an an unintended consequence of this. Correct. Correct. It's unfortunate. All right, Steve. We'll see you out there. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. And it is raining hard here right now. Rob, hello. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. Yeah, Tony said a few interesting things about what you couldn't and cannot do. You know, um, you have the freedom of expression. You you can you're free to do as long as you're not harming anybody. You're you're free to do what you want. And I believe um, a, a coach for a high school team. I forget what his name was. I don't know if you're aware of it, but he was fired because he, um, you know, he showed faith and prayed. And he won that decision. So you're free. You're free. Uh, you have freedom of religion. And okay, I, I want to give a shout out to Oklahoma. And I'm very proud of that. That you know that 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 school because of that pitching coach. And I tell you what, losing her was a was a great loss. And I, I seem to think about it more every every time I see you know Oklahoma winning titles. But if you watch their press conference, how they glorify and what what made them successful, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. But there are, you know, there are do's and don'ts. You don't want to offend anybody, but but you gotta understand, you you're free to go as you please, as long as you're not gonna harm anybody. And I know it, it, in this type of world, with um a lot of suppression of, of freedom of speech, which hopefully we can start realizing that that needs to go away, because uh, you're free to say what you want and how you want, and you also, you know, there are consequences. But Steve, can you give me the times for the games for the Florida? Baseball. Six o'clock, three o'clock, TBA. Thank you, brother. Okay, thank you. 127 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. My bud, Nick Belmonte, will talk some college baseball with us next. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, 
WRUF. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Pomodoro Cafe wants to remind you that Dad is the unsung hero of your family. And to say thanks to dear old Dad, Pomodoro Cafe wants to give you a $10 gift card when you bring him in for Father's Day. You can have a great Father's Day meal and then get a $10 Pomodoro gift card so Dad can have lunch or dinner some other time. What a great way to show Dad how much you appreciate all his hard work. Father's Day at Pomodoro Cafe on 39th Avenue just east of I-75 and on the web at PomodoroCafe.com. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Cut up six-pack rings and reduce your use of plastic to keep it out of waterways and oceans. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? You know our partners, TireRack.com. You know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant. Doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. That's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. The Gators. It is a swing and a miss. He got him. And the Gators got themselves a Gainesville Regional Championship for the first time since 2018. The Gamecocks. <laughs> A trip to Omaha is on the line. Coverage of the Gainesville Super Regional begins tonight at 5.55, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A mixture of sun and clouds today, highs in the low 90s, heating to seas, climbing to the mid to upper 90s. Now, a front is approaching our area, and that should kick up scattered thunderstorms first along the I-10 corridor. They'll push southeastward toward the first coast later on this evening. And a few storms could be strong. Gusty wind, small hail can't be ruled out. Storms tapering off around midnight. Tomorrow morning, waves near 70. From the UF Weather Center and meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams. And Max Kellerman. Jeff in Illinois, you're on KJM. 
I love listening to your guys' show. I had a question for Matt. I was wondering, I lost my vision back beginning of 2017, and I haven't touched a basketball in over 20 years, and it'd be interesting to find out if I could shoot free throws better than you. <laughs> he, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It is super regional time. It's also a time when coaches sometimes come and sometimes go to talk all about this. My longtime friend, you see him on the Gator Baseball Broadcasts, Nick Belmonte joins us. Nicholas, pleasure to have you, my friend. Well, I better do good today because they're listening in San Gimiano. How about that, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder if our buddy John is listening, huh? Well, yeah, and, and uh, speaking of John, John Cortese, my teammate and a guy from your hometown, um, I did a base running clinic for him in Rome, and he's the coach of the uh, Italy junior national team. So it uh, wasn't that long ago. So I, it was great being in Rome doing spreading the word of baseball out there. Yeah. Um, Gino Damare steps down, and, you know, you're, you're from that area. Um, mm-hmm. Was that a surprise? What do you, what do you know – uh, about what transpired there? Well, I know Gino um, signed a, a three-year extension last summer, so this is why it's such a surprise. And you know, the team, they had a really good team this year. Um, I know one. You know, personally, you know, there was obviously tragedy. His dad passed away um, at the end of the, in December, I think December thirtieth last year. Paul Damari, who is a legend down there. Um, uh, so obviously these things, you know, could affect his decision and, and, uh, you know, basically just what he said, he, he, he talked to his family and he decided to step down. I mean, we just hope it's nothing other than, you know, uh, to do something else. I hope it's not a health issue. I don't, I don't know that it is. I, I hope it's not, I hadn't heard that it was, um, but it, it's sad that you lose a Gino DeMario. I'll tell you why he's a class act. And when you play against Gino Damari at the University of Miami, you feel like you're playing against Ron Frazier's teams because he's a link to them because he played for, for the Wizard down there. So, you know, Gino wanted to beat the Gators as much as the Gators wanted to beat him because he was, you know, he, he, was, a, he was a UM player. And it, it really meant so much uh, in, the, in the rivalry. And I know uh, we've had our way with with the University of Miami and what Sully's done has been incredible down there. But, yeah, to me it was a shock um, other than what, what I heard and what he had said, that it was uh, uh, time to him to move on. And, and, again, he signed a three-year extension last year. Now, I mean, I, I hope that they consider a guy like J.D. Arteaga, who's from the, cut from the same cloth. He actually um, quit AAA baseball to become the pitching coach midseason at the University of Miami. He, he pitched for the University of Miami. So, Hopefully he gets an opportunity to coach down there because he's another class act um, uh, through the years. It's been great working with the, with JD. Nick, now a couple things. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, do you think the uh, a disappointing end to the season had anything to do with this? 
Well, you would you would think, but you know you don't know how much. I mean, he still he he had had a good season. I mean, they were they were they were ninth uh, seeded overall. I mean, so you know I I don't think Gino's the type of guy that takes uh, a loss in a regional and says, okay, that's it, I quit. I don't think he's that kind of guy. So no, I don't think it had anything to do with that. Um, the U.S. the UCF thing is interesting. I thought the same thing you did. Now, what are you, what are you talking about? Come on, why would Joe Girardi go to UCF? But my contact, I talked to actually people that have applied for that job, and they told me that it was it, it that they had heard that he actually accepted the job um, in principle, and then when it came down to the actual money, that's when he backed off. and And I'm I said, well, why why would he want to even con- consider that and he said well his son is down at FIU and he he was there was some talk that he may transfer to play for his dad at UCF so so it's 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 more logical now than I thought when I saw it I thought oh here's UCF just trying to make a splash well actually it it, from what I hear it was actually closer than you think Hmm. Uh, let's take a look at this super regional Nick Uh, an, an odd year for Carolina Started yeah. out so well, all the injuries hit them, uh, and then they've you know certainly recovered here. Uh, how do you and, and I, I don't know how much those those games up there matter at this point, but how do you view this super? Well, I, I think Florida has got the talent to do it. And I, I don't think in the course of a season that that South Carolina is going to beat the Gators like. Uh, five out of six or five out of five times. I just don't think, uh, I think Florida's too good a team to let that even happen. Um, to me, now think about this. I mean, before the regionals, South Carolina, and I don't know if our listeners know this, had lost 11 of their last 14. That's a big number for a team that's going to a regional. So, so, uh, they off to such a great start. Now, for me, the X factor is with this Will Sanders. Where right. is he going to start? Is he going to is he going to middle? Is he going to close like he did against Campbell? When you're dealing with possible rain delays, this he comes even more of an X factor. Where do you plug him in? Right, because he's obviously a solid pitcher. So that's something to watch this weekend and, and how that goes. Yeah, because I they did a good job with him. Uh, yeah, because he, he got to pitch twice. In right. that in that and, regional, and, and and when you're dealing with rain delays, I think he's the last guy you try to start because you just wait and see how if the game it has to be held back for an hour, two hours, you could plug him in in relief roles in crucial times. So I, again, to me, that's the next factor to look for this weekend. And also to answer your caller's question, there are batting tunnels for both the visitor Correct. and the home team in that stadium. And a lot of times our listeners don't know this, but a lot of times when the visiting team is actually hitting on the field, they've got hitters in their own personal uh, hitting cages underneath up down the, uh, the third baseline working on things as well. So there, there's no disadvantage uh, for, a, for a visiting team to come in because that new stadium has two batting tunnels. Yeah, but I, I the question he asked was, do they have to let them both hit? And the answer is yes because it's – Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, yeah. Let me ask this too. When it comes to the other super regionals, uh, which ones or ones intrigue you the most? Well, I think Stanford, Texas is is intriguing. And you know why? Because 
uh, us guys in the southeast, we're so far removed, literally and figuratively, from from Stanford, and and that team always seems to play well at home when they're in a regional and a super regional, and and it's a big advantage that they have out there. And uh, Texas is going to be interesting. You know, LeBaron Johnson, the kid from uh, from Jacksonville, who threw a uh, nine inning, 129 pitch complete game against the University of Miami. That's going to be an X factor out in that one. So. Uh, that, 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 but Stanford to me is that's the tricky one there. Um, that's the one that we as, as people from the South that follow the SEC, we, we just don't know the kind of baseball they play out there. We're going to find out. I think, I think they may end up, Stanford ends up winning that one. Um, I'm going to end with this, Nick, because some people have uh, called and, and asked about, um, you know, the transfer portal, and it is. A, a sad byproduct, but you know you played at, at the college level. Sure, I don't blame a kid for putting his name out there as quickly as possible. If you've made the decision you're going to transfer, it's a it's a it's a bad look, maybe. But do you agree with that? I mean, the timing may not be great in terms of you know where you are in the season, but if you are looking out for yourself, isn't that something you kind of have to do? You have to do it. When the transfer portal opens, uh, you want to get your name out there as soon as possible if you are, in fact, leaving. Uh, the University of Miami had, what, four or five players announced before the regionals last week. So, uh, and, and they were, you know, they were, and I think in that portal was um, uh, the quarterback from uh, Tennessee who won the national champion, his son, Jalen. Um, his last name escapes me. But uh, anyway, uh that's when you got to do it because you've made the decision you're moving on and you got to do what's best for you if that's your if that's your decision because you have more teams that are looking at you early to better yes it's unfortunate to win and you can't blame the kid no you blame the process i mean if they could if they want they could make that transfer portal after playoffs and that doesn't make uh uh, the, the players look like they're being selfish. So it, it, they, you have to do what you have to do. And, and trust me, you know, uh, you know, Ford will be fine. You know, the, the, they'll they'll plug in what they're missing. Sully does a great job. Uh, you know, BT Riopel, who, who when I coined him big time, uh, and I apologized to his mom when I met her. I said, you know, when I I said I, I I'm calling your son big time. I hope you don't mind that I that uh, last year when I nicknamed her that she goes, no, no. She goes, we don't even call him BT. We just call him Bradley at home. I said, oh, okay. Then, but she goes, he likes to be called big time. So I said, that's good. <laughs> oh, last thing. Yeah. Marty Smith, coach at the Central Florida Community College. We got to congratulate him. They won the JUCO World Series in Grand Junction, Colorado, right down the street in Ocala. Yeah. And Ross Jones was there. Uh, no, he was at the division. The division two, yeah, which, but he was also yeah, there. That's a, yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah, and, and they made it to the semis. So. Yes. But, uh, but Marty, uh, they actually won the whole thing down there in Grand Junction. So congratulations to Central Florida. I, I did. Want, I, I want you to reiterate one thing, because I said this on the air yesterday, Nick, and, and you kind of mentioned it, but I want to hit it a little harder. Do you put a lot of stock into beating somebody five out of six times? Because that's what South Carolina will have to do if they beat Florida here. So do you put a lot of stock in that statistic? Yeah. I mean, look, 
if South Carolina ends up winning this super regional, you got to look back and go, well, I guess they were the better team, or at least they were better than Florida because they beat them five out of six times or five out of five times. Right. Uh, in, in both venues. I mean, it's the only way because they didn't, they didn't play obviously in the SEC tournament. I think the Gators are, I think the Gators are going to win this super regional. I think, um, uh, I think they're going to, they're going to feed on the crowd. I think they're going to pitch better at home than they did in Columbia, and I think that's going to be the, the key for me. Okay. Always appreciate you, my friend. We'll see how these Supers pan out. Thank you, as always. Arriba Derchi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Bueno. That's, that's Spanish. What? Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. I, I don't, bono. Bono. Okay. That, yeah, there we go. All right, Nick. Thanks, man. You got it. <laughs> Nick Belmonte here joining us here on Sports. I've known that dude since we were in college together, and he's a great guy. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment coming up ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Sanjeev Palaseri. The Gator baseball team faces the Gamecocks in the NCAA Super Regionals today. After being swept by South Carolina in Columbia earlier this season, Florida looks to start the series strong. Tune in for live coverage at 5.50. Switching to softball, Florida shortstop Skylar Wallace was named the NFCA Division I Player of the Year. Wallace is the first Gator to win this award in program history. In other news, the Gator basketball team signed grad transfer Julian Richwain today. The 6'5 guard shot 43% from three during his season with the University of San Francisco. Meanwhile, the Gator track and field team continues competing in the NCAA Outdoor Championships today. The Gators have qualified for 24 total events this year. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sanjeev Palaseri. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Been telling you for a while now about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. If you've not really thought about them or given them a look, uh, just listen to me for just a minute because the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka does really good work helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes get their lives straightened out. And you play a big part in that if you can donate an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, a boat, an RV, a car, a motorcycle, just about anything. Because these kids take the vehicles, fix them up, resell them. It teaches them real-life skills. So please consider donating a vehicle like this to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. Your donations are tax-free or tax-deductible, by the way, and it helps a really great cause. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or rbr.org that's rbr.org hi this is dr luis rodriguez of exceptional dentistry hear what our clients have to say about their experience at exceptional dentistry i was really looking for some top of the line dentists to be under their care i mean from the first day i came here when you walk in they treat you just with the utmost kindness i've never known dentist or any uh, health care provider in my life that has the compassion towards people that they do. It's just very well worth it. When you leave, you just feel great. But if you want good quality work and dentists that really care about you as a person and your your health care like that, come to Exceptional Dentistry because they are exceptional. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. 
Listen, joint pain is a thief. No two ways about it. That's football legend Emmett Smith, who knows a thing or two about pain. It steals your joy, your time with family, or doing things you love. It can even steal your livelihood. But QC Kinetics can help put a stop to that. Don't hand everything over to pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, a cutting-edge technology that helps relieve pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back using healing properties directly from your own body. It's easy. Get treated in the office and walk right out afterwards. Simple, right? And QC Kinetics' remarkable all-natural treatments deliver long-lasting relief without surgery or long recovery times. Don't let soreness or achiness rob you of doing the things you love. Tell that pain, not today, not ever. You've got QC Kinetics on your side. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of Bluebell, and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right now. Your taste buds will be best buds with Dr. Pepper Float Ice Cream from Bluebell. The rich taste of creamy vanilla ice cream swirled together with the one-of-a-kind flavor of delicious Dr. Pepper. Treat yourself to a pint or half gallon today. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Look for Bluebell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Duke is now up on Virginia 3-2, to two, but Virginia has the bases loaded uh, as they play in the sixth inning of their Super Regional. All right, uh, still have time to get you on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line, 392-8255. Uh, Drew wanted to make sure uh, that uh, only limited game day walk-up tickets remain for the uh, Super Regional. So there you go. Uh, and as you heard in our uh, sports update there, Skylar Wallace named the NFCA Division I Player of the Year, the first player in program history to be named that. She, had, she just had a monster year. Uh, BB says, <clears throat> could you give us a brief synopsis of South Carolina's strengths and weaknesses including any lineup changes they've made since playing our guys last time. Well, the easiest way to do that is to, and I'm not, because it takes a little work, maybe you have to Google and see you know, what the lineups were, but Carolina was much uh, healthier when they played Florida because they were in the midst of playing very well. Then injuries really hit them. But they do have a lot of their guys back now. Um, 
couple of their catcher was out for a while, their DH was out for a while, uh, their arguably their best pitcher was out for a while. They were just playing people that they had not planned on playing, you know, a lot this year. And he says, if you had to compare the two teams, what things jump out at you most? Well, I mean, F- Florida does a lot of its damage with the long ball. Carolina can too, but n- not as much. Like anybody who's usually pretty good, Carolina's very good at home. You know, can they do the same thing here on the road? Um, so I-, I will say, as I said yesterday and I said earlier today, it's hard to beat a team if you're of, you know, about the same ability or close. You know, beating somebody five out of five or five out of six is not easy. And, you know, if you're Carolina and you hear me say that, you're going to say, I don't care what I did before. What matters is right in front of us. And that's true. It doesn't matter that Florida lost three or that Carolina lost three, but I'm just talking about big picture where, you know, I think it is hard to beat a team of your ability or close to it, you know, five out of five or five out of six. And he said, what other super regionals do you find most intriguing? I mentioned one, uh, the Texas uh, regional, a super regional I I find compelling. And then, you know, Kentucky LSU, that seems to be a mismatch because schemes for LSU is really good. If they if they win game one with him, which I think is likely, it'll be tough for Kentucky. But give Kentucky credit, you know, for getting, you know, where they got to. And a lot of people think Tennessee is going to end up going to the College World Series. I don't know. I don't know. I know one thing. If their arms do what they're capable of doing, they could win. But Texas-Stanford is the one that intrigues me probably the most of the other ones, BB. Um, I think Wake – and I I love Wake Forest. What a story. But so was Alabama, you know, in that region. Look what Alabama's had to overcome this year with their coach being fired. Um, You know, Southern Miss, I said this before – the regional. I picked them to win that regional. They're a dangerous team. It wouldn't shock me if they beat Tennessee. Um, the one I know the least about is probably Oregon and Oral Roberts. I don't know a thing about Oral Roberts. And then, you know, can TCU continue their hot hitting that they did when they play Indiana State? By the way, Virginia has tied the game now 3-3. They have runners at second and third and one out. And they're going to score a run here, I think, on a sacrifice. Flyer comes to throw home. So Virginia now leads 4-3 as they play in the sixth inning. Uh, Okay, some uh, emails to wrap things up today. Uh, I saved these about uh, Urban Meyer. I saved them about um, Charlie Pell. Paul says... Uh, I think Charlie Pell did great things for the university, but I'm with you. Uh, you can't just say because it's okay now. You just just retroactively go back and say it's okay. He cheated. He had to pay for that. Florida had to pay for that. I'm going to be very careful what I say here because it might ruffle some feathers. 
but it's what I believe. I understand that there is a lot of divisiveness when it comes to Urban Meyer, when it comes to whether or not he should be in the ring of honor, for example, and whether or not you should honor a team, the 84 team, that won it on the field but ended up getting it taken away. Here's where I sit. There's controversy, yes. Does it, is some of that controversy, does that make Florida look bad in some ways? Yes, because even though <clears throat> what Urban Meyer did in Jacksonville is, has nothing to do with Florida, there's still a residual there. So, if, if you don't think he's qualified for, for the way that the criteria is, he is qualified for the ring of honor. Well, then take away the championships. Don't celebrate the championships then. Don't pound your chest and put up a sign that says, and national champions, 2006, 2008, but we're not going to have that coach be in the ring of honor. I don't care who the, it could be Daniel, okay? I'm just saying if, if that's the case, then, and I understand you're going to say one's a team thing and one is an individual thing, yes, but that individual coached that team. The 84 team rings truer to me because I think they have been shafted. There, there is, if you, if you look at, now, Lomas Brown came back, which I was you know, great to see. But a lot of those guys, and those are great, great players that played here. Neil Anderson, Lorenzo Hampton, Ricky Natil, guys that played in the NFL. Do you ever see them or hear them being part? It's almost like they've been ostracized. And again, can you blame a kid for taking money, for, you can. Florida got caught. It doesn't excuse what Florida did. It doesn't excuse what Charlie Pell did. They got caught. And if you think nobody else was doing that back then, I got some land south of Key West to sell you. But it's an intriguing thing that maybe we'll talk about more over the summer. There's got to be some way you can wordsmith what, what Florida did in 84 to honor that team in some way. I understand as a university you're going to say, well, we're going to condone cheating. We're going to condone that. But maybe someday somebody smarter than me can figure out a way to bring those players back into the Gator Fold where I think, and I know for a fact, a lot of them feel like they've been just disowned. That's our show for today. Enjoy Gator baseball. Let's hope the weather cooperates. Thanks to Daniel for producing. We'll talk all about it on Monday. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy your weekend.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.